good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cup, Hidney Cup, Because all the hippies are trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kudagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot, and we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Ogama, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. And as people who listen to us daily might know, this portion of the show is brought to you by Minnesota or excuse me, MN350, a grassroots organization fighting for climate justice here in Minnesota. So, hey, uh, you know, today I went to to the round dance at the Capitol, Ogama, and uh, the Native American um, candidates uh, were re- that were elected and reelected uh, got sworn in after that. So it was a very festive day along with... Uh, blinding snow here in the twin cities so uh we got about eight inches to eight to ten inches and we're going to have a couple more in the next few days so um how are things up there you know we're in another winter storm morning here in most of minnesota and uh, i just want to remember uh remind everybody uh to remember your elders parents of young children, relatives with limited movement or health needs, and our unhoused relatives at this time. If you can support your community, support those around you that might need help moving snow, getting around, um, getting rides to places, um, or who uh, must live out in the elements. If you have the means to support uh, those members of the community, you definitely should. It would be um, the right thing to do as we come into yet another winter storm, uh, winter storm part 96 this year, right, Robert? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. You know, it was funny, Wendy and I were talking about, uh, it's like, wow, it's just turned like January and go, this has really been a long winter already. It has, yeah, and we're not even quite halfway through, I think. I mean, it's winter till April here in Minnesota. Exactly. Hey, so uh, why don't we get with the news, and then we got a jam-packed show. Uh, Who do we have today? We have Nancy Bolio later on, and uh, uh, Marissa Cummings. And we also have Marissa Cummings. Yeah, I'm excited to, the, to talk to her. Yeah, she's the president of the Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center, um, and she uh, does a lot of really wonderful work for the community. I'm really excited to um, have her on and uh, talk about the work that she's doing and uh, the things that uh, she uh, had experienced today as well, because you and her were both at the round dance at the Minnesota State Capitol today uh, to celebrate the swearing in of Representatives Kozlowski, Keeler, and uh, Becker Finn, as well as the swearing in of State Senator now Mary Kunish and uh, the Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan as well. So, yeah, definitely. Well, let her rip there. We're having a little trouble hearing you. You're coming in and out. Um, I don't know if you can just like. Uh, hook up your mic or stare at the get closer to the uh to the microphone on your computer interesting i guess i'm not entirely sure why oh wait hold on is that it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody who's watching, uh, pretend that didn't happen, okay? Uh, <laughs> relatives. Um, it's it's a Monday on a Tuesday for Ogama, who did not have her mic in front of her face. Um, I I was thinking I was using a different microphone, and uh, here we are. So, um, before we get into uh, the story that I have today, Robert, I just want to talk a little bit about it. And I'm hesitant to bring up stories like this. Um, it's along the lines of the uh, pretendian theme or um, non-Indigenous people pretending to be Indigenous when they, in fact, are not. And I'm leery to bring this up as somebody who's an Indigenous person with fair skin um, and who up until recently wasn't super able to be connected to her culture and even now is a little bit disconnected from her um, reservation. I know who my family is, but unfortunately due to blood quantum, I wasn't actually able to be enrolled um, until a few years ago. And I know that there have been times in my own life where people have questioned my 
my identity as a native person and um, my heritage from the Red Lake Nation here in northern Minnesota. And um, it's hurtful that those things happen, um, especially when we have a lot of relatives who are maybe a little bit disconnected, um, who are descendants uh, that you know, celebrate their culture, but maybe are unable to be enrolled. Um, I really think that those types of conversations are harmful. But in this case, it was a really blatant case of somebody pretending to be Native when they were, in fact, white. Um, There was an Indigenous artist um, named Kay LeClaire, um, who was actually turned out to be non-Indigenous, She came on the scene um, in about 2020 or 2020, 17, excuse me, but really started to get more um, notice in the community starting in 2020. And this is over in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, She claimed that she had been Métis, Oneida, Anishinaabe, Haudenosaunee, Cuban, and Jewish heritage, and also identified as a two-spirit person. And uh, LeClaire was a member and co-owner of uh, Gigue, I think is how you say it. It's an indigenous um, artist collaborative um, and, uh, excuse me, artist collective. And she earned artist stipends, uh, paid residency at the University of Wisconsin. She got a place on the Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women's Task Force in Wisconsin, had a lot of speaking gigs and art exhibitions, and then a platform and trust in the community based on an ethnic identity that was completely fabricated. Um, LeClaire did not want to be interviewed by Madison 365, which is whose story I'm taking my information from right now, Um, but she did issue an apology stating that a lot of information has come to her attention and she's still processing it all and does not yet know how to respond adequately and that moving forward her efforts will be towards reducing harm and following the directions provided by Native community members and community specified proxies. She's no longer using the Ojibwe name given to her and removing herself from community spaces, positions, projects, and grants and will not seek new ones and is planning on redistributing back into the community any cultural items she received either to the original makers or gift givers whenever possible or elsewhere to uh, members determined by the community. She has not answered any follow-up questions. Um, It was discovered that she was non-Indigenous from a New Age fraud forum and a message from um, Advanced Smite, uh, who spoke with Madison 365, but asked to remain anonymous for fear of exposing LeClaire and several other pretendians is the common name people would use for this. But um, they just so happened to feel that something was a little bit off with this person and uh, did a little bit of online record research um, as They happened to be a hobbyist genealogist and discovered LeClaire's true lineage as German, Swedish, and French Canadian. Um, And then when they confirmed, they uh, posted it on their blog. Many members of uh, Giguet and the Madison community are frustrated and uh, really feeling the hurt from this. you know, there's there's just so much wrong with the harm that this causes. It's a non-Native person taking and making a profit for themselves using traditions that were for illegal for many years. Um, Arvina Martin was interviewed as part of this, and she's a member of the Ho-Chunk Nation. And um, she said, to take our traditions and then make a name for your individual self is completely against Native values. And um, they're that um, so many of our traditions were illegal for so long, it really just twists the knife um, to see that that happened with somebody that was trusted by the community. And, you know, Robert, I just, I get so frustrated um, when I see these types of things. You know, I think that there's a lot of non-Indigenous people who are out there making um, action and doing good work, um, as allies to the indigenous community, but to see somebody blatantly lie and say that they're indigenous and turn around and make a profit off of it is just really, really painful. And I, Robert, I don't know if you have anything to say on this before we go to commercial. Well, um, I it's it's upsetting, and we know um, in in the years past that uh, groups get uh get money from grants and and mm-hmm. um as just calling themselves 
Indian. And so this is not new, but it's it's not it's always shattering and shakes my bones, Ogma, when I when yeah. I hear somebody as prominent as that in Madison uh, as a pretendian, um, you know, like you said earlier, we're not here to out people. That's not our job. But this just came up uh, through the newswire and uh, very, very destructive. And so we should probably uh, take a break. I'm so upset. But, uh, you know. Yeah. And for anybody wondering the like real world implications of this, um, there's a legislative uh, hopeful in Montana named uh Drew Zinnaker, uh, who's a staffer right now for Representative Braxton Mitchell, who's a Republican for Columbia Falls in Montana. And they asked during a press conference uh, yesterday if the reservations want to say they are independent countries, but they want a lot of handouts. Why are we counting their ballots? Basically questioning whether or not tribes living on reservations in Montana should be able to vote in state elections. So there's oh, really real world implications for these problems we'll be right back with uh, marissa cummings uh stay with us please minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental united states and 80 percent of minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected howling for wolves is asking minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager the wolf their survival is critical to our ecosystems our communities and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's live and let howl. Unwanted sexting or photos, inappropriate jokes, even tickling or wrestling can feel like a violation. Catcalling, cornering, or groping, getting them drunk or high for sex, recording sexual acts without permission, hurting someone because of their sexual orientation, Ripping a family member, a child, a date, a friend, a stranger. Purchasing a human being for sex. You make the choice every single time. Sexual violence is many things. Make a choice. Do not do it. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, Ogama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. Health insurance that fits my budget? I'm covered. I needed health coverage I could count on and afford. Minsure helped me find a plan that works for me, and they helped me save money. Did you know that most Minnesotans qualify for savings through Minsure? And they have free experts who can help you sign up for coverage. Go to Minsure.org today and get started and get covered. That's MNSure.org. MNSure.org. Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, this portion of the show is brought to you by the Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center. Wow. Hey, we have Marissa, Marissa Cummings in the background there. I think she's bouncing her laptop here on live radio. Hey, uh, hey, I, I just got to say something to Ogma before we get with you, Marissa. Uh, this show works a lot better with a microphone, doesn't it? It sure does, yes. <laughs> yeah. We had, uh, you probably missed this, Marissa, but uh, Ogamo was starting to do the news without her microphone, and it was like, there was no smoke signals or anything, but uh, first of all, uh, can you hear us okay? I can. Can you hear me? Yes. hear you really well. Hey, I'm really excited to have you on, and I know time's limited for you, but I'm really excited to have you on, because every time I see you and talk to you, I learn something from you, and I just want to say... This is Marissa Cummings, president of the Minnesota Indian Women's uh, Resource Center here in the Minnesota Twin Cities, and we're all over the nation here, and uh, I I don't know, I just want to sit back and and learn some more from you, because I think we talked a little bit today about um, not only your work, but kind of uh, how to do things in a good way, you know, and I know we've kind of gotten a little backlash here 
in the in the last couple of weeks because my uh, land acknowledgement is always uh, give us our land back, and then nobody asks me to do a land acknowledgement anymore, which is kind of the idea. But again, welcome. I'm talking too much. I think it's all that coffee I had at the Capitol. Well, you had a busy day today. It was an exciting day. Um, yeah, I I think that you're right on point. I'm asked to do land acknowledgements too, and. I often talk about why I don't do them. And I think that I know how they started. Uh, I know how they started in Canada. I understand, um, you know, the, the Canadian um, tribal communities relationship with uh, removal was different than ours here. And um, I think we have to really fully understand before we jump on board and just get really excited about things. And because I was excited when I heard about land technologies, I'm like, yeah, let's do this. And then I really started to think critically and reflect on it. And I realized that it's just a evolution of the, the settler colonial mindset of land possession hmm. and ownership. And um, that there has to be a better way that we can do this and a better way that we can acknowledge uh, all of the people in the relationship with all of our um, human and non-human relatives that are all around us. And it, there just has to be a, a thoughtful, intentional um, way that we go about things. And always, if we don't know, just always, you know, offering tobacco and asking. And I think that's because I don't know everything. I don't know much of anything. Um, but what I do know, I know that it's important for me to try and teach and um, and gift other people to carry that that teaching forward. So yeah, and you do, and it's exciting too. Uh, we talked about um, uh, your applique on your dress when I, I met you at uh, Clyde's funeral, or, or met you again because you know I got a good memory, but it's short because I'm an old junior elder, you know. Um, but. Uh, you know, how the Winnebago, we're all over Wisconsin live, and, and maybe you could uh, fill our relatives how, uh, because we have a lot of uh, white allies that listen to the show, and, and fill them in on our relationships that we've had over the years. Well, I think that kinship is essential to our entire identity as Indian people. Um, kinship and relationship. And we see a lot of this, even what's happening right now with a lot of pretend Indian, um, or what we'd say are people that are exploiting um, our kindness and our openness as Indian people to take on an identity that is not their own and then exploit it. So um, our relationship, I think, as um, as Maha people, so I'm Omaha, and Maha means the people who went upstream, and it, it refers to a point, we have many creation stories, right? Like our creation stories are circular, not linear. Um, and it refers to when we were crossing the Mississippi River at the headwaters and half of our people went downstream, um, which became the Ogakpa or the Kwapa, and then later split to the Osage, the Ka. And then the uh, other group that stayed, up, that stayed upstream because the current changed. And that is the Umaha and then uh, later the Ponca. And so um, that larger group was named something else. They weren't Umaha, they weren't Ponca, they weren't Osage, they were Wajaje, they were, they were named something else. And I think um, that larger group came from an uh, even larger group, which encompassed the Iowa, the Oto, and the, um, the Hutonga, or what you say, Hutongara. So um that relationship we have with one another is so important to think about even in our tribal communities uh to view each other as relatives and um, that we treated uh, we fought just like relatives do we fight sometimes we get along sometimes but um for us as maha people are we half of our reservation um was ceded uh to the, the winnebago tribe of nebraska um or the ho-chunk people that were displaced, um, put on to steamships along with the um, Dakota relatives taken to Crow Creek. And then they, they had the foresight and the innovation to come down the stream or down the river um, to where our people were and then they, um, they live there now. So that's uh, a beautiful story of, of relationship and survival um, for some of the Ho-Chunk people that were exiled as well as Dakota people from the state of Minnesota, which as we know is still on the books. 
Yeah. And it's a beautiful story because your your nation reached out to ours and helped ours because basically they were put on a rock to die and uh, and uh, you guys took them, you know, as a good relative, on, on, not under your wing, but uh, helped them out. And and the Ho Chunk uh, of Nebraska are still still there and still thriving. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what um, I've had a different people up north. We like start talking uh, Ho-Chunk to me and I can, I know I can understand, you know, I don't understand it, but I know that it's Ho-Chunk. And, um, and I'm always like, no, I'm Omaha. <laughs> but I, I know that the applique that we wear, that uh, the floral work is something that um, is just beautiful that I know the Ho-Chunk are known for. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's part of, um, our regalia as well as Maho women. So. Yeah, perfect. I was wondering too, uh, because we only got a few minutes left here, if you could tell us a little bit about uh, the Indian Women's uh, Resource Center here in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis. Well, the Minnesota Indian Women's Resource Center has been around since uh, the 1980s, and it's uh, a gift to really be able to um, be part of the evolution, I think, of the center. And it is a place, we have about uh, 50 employees and we have services for our people, our women and their families, our community uh, that range outside of just Minneapolis, that range across the state and sometimes the region. So we offer services, everything from uh, services for unsheltered relatives with a drop-in center to um, assistance with uh, domestic violence, sexual assault survivor groups that are all culturally centered and, and rooted in our way of life. Um, we have an um, IOP program um, or intensive outpatient treatment program, as well as Healing Journey, which is another uh, version of a um, peer support group. And we also do have things just for everyday people that just want to come and do a ribbon skirt or we may have a moccasin making class. We did a pocket earring making class, um, wow. which I'm sure you appreciate the, um, the Ho-Chunk earrings. Um, and, and just, you know, ways for Indian women to connect with one another in a good way to build relationships and also center our culture and our way of life. So do you have like a website or anything out there uh, that we could uh, send people to across Turtle Island and myself? Because, you know, I want to make, I want to pierce my other ear again and make some earrings. Ho -wah. Well, it's, uh, it's really a simple one. It's MIWRC.org. So www.MIWRC.org. And you'll see a lot of the different programming that we have, as well as um, how to donate to our organization and the work that we do. Well, I really appreciate you stopping in, and I really want to try and make this like a, a once a month or once every couple of weeks because, uh, you know, it's too short a time right now because we could dig deep into, into your knowledge, and I could sit back here and learn and have a day off and listen to all the good words come from you. Oh, I appreciate your kind words. Thank you. And then, you know, I'm not buttering you up for that baseball cap you have. Ho! Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> promise <laughs> <laughs> great to see you let's talk real soon uh really great uh we're with uh marissa cummings president of the minnesota indian women's resource center here in the twin cities minnesota we'll be right back after this short break thanks again Health insurance that fits my budget? I'm covered. I needed health coverage I could count on and afford. Minsure helped me find a plan that works for me, and they helped me save money. Did you know that most Minnesotans qualify for savings through Minsure? And they have free experts who can help you sign up for coverage. Go to Minsure.org today and get started and get covered. That's MNSure.org. MNSure.org. Seward Co-op is now offering convenient, self-serve, and prepackaged hot options and salad bars at both the Franklin and Friendship stores. Breakfast items available daily until 11 a.m. and brunch served all day every Sunday. Their weekly lunch and dinner menus highlight cuisines from around the world. They offer vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free options daily. 
95% of the ingredients used are organic from small-scale, local community food producers whenever possible. More at seward.coop. Hello, it's Randy Rhodes. Team Randy, glad to be a part of the lineup of Progressive Voices on AM 950. Tune in, join us weeknights at 10. Don't drive too fast or you will miss Scott Jamama's Hot Barbecue. Scott Jamama's offers huge taste out of a little place. Located at 3 West Diamond Lake Road near the intersection of Nicolette Avenue and West Diamond Lake Road in Minneapolis, this tiny hole in the wall offers mouth-watering baby back ribs, grilled chicken, and half-pound pulled pork sandwiches. Don't forget to add the potato salad, spicy baked beans, twice-baked potatoes, and delicious desserts. Find their winter hours and full menu at scottjamamas.com. The new year is here, and it's time to take advantage of Zero Res's best deal of the year. Carpets, tile, rugs, upholstery, basically every surface in your home can be Zero Resified, so it's time to call the cleaning pros at Zero Res. And don't forget your air ducts to help alleviate allergies and asthma. And it's also important to enjoy less dust, lower energy bills, and your home staying cleaner longer. Zero Res is here to protect your biggest investment, your home. Why pay someone to clean your carpet if they are going to leave something behind that makes it dirty again super fast? Zero Res is the longest lasting and best clean. Schedule your appointment at ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-ZERO-RES and don't forget to ask for the AM950 special. This month, book and clean in January only and get 23% off all services for 2023. That's 952-ZERO-RES or Backward or forward spells the same. Zero Res. Would you let animals pick your insurance? Do you really need to experience mayhem to get the best rates? Or how about a celebrity quarterback or fake university saving you money? There's a lot of marketing stunts when it comes to insurance, but what you really need is someone looking out for you. Call Array Insurance, and they will work hard to find you the best insurance coverage and rates. So avoid gimmicks and call Cheryl at Array, 763-504-3067 or ArrayInsurance.com. Array Insurance, working hard for you. Turn to Auto Technical with your vehicle donation. Even though Auto Technical is a small nonprofit, we have helped more families with transportation than any organization in Minnesota. Since 94, we have reconditioned donated vehicles so they have a higher tax benefit. Call Richard at 612 919 5526. 612 919 5526 or autotech.org. With a look at your AM950 weather, I'm Patrick Lulio. Winter storm warning continues. Snow and freezing rain possible tonight with a low of 31. Then more snow and freezing rain possible on Wednesday with a high of 33. Hazel's Northeast offers the most creative comfort food you'll find for any meal of the day. Hazel's is located at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis, minutes from 35W. More at hazelsne2go.com. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, I'm on mute. This portion of the show was brought to you by MN Sure. If you are needing health insurance that fits your budget, head on over to mnsure.org. Hey, I thought you were doing a little sign language there, Ogma. I uh, wasn't too sure it was happening, but it's, what did you say? It's our Monday on Tuesday, or how did you put that? It's Monday on Tuesday, and I'm still cleaning up the Christmas carnage at my house, so y'all have to yeah. bear with me today. <laughs> exactly. Hey, so it's Tuesday, and it's Nancy Bolio Day, and we're uh, so happy to have her on each uh, week. And Nancy's with the MN350 and Bemidji350, and she's... Uh, She's a doer. So, uh, you know, that's all you guys out there need to know. And you're out doing some stuff right now, right, Nance? Welcome. Right, right. Bonjour. It's always a pleasure to be here. And again, I'm the Northern Organizer for Minnesota 350. And I want to wish everybody a happy new year and, you know, always be a, a better version of yourself. And so, you know, take a reflection of what you could have done better last year and just do better this year. And yes, Robert, I was out and about. Um, again, you know, there's a lot of, uh, 
you know, candidates that got sworn into office today, um, not just down at the Capitol, but here in northern Minnesota, we had our uh, Beltrami County commissioners uh, sworn in. And I want to give a big shout out to uh, Tim Sumner from Red Lake. And um, he is Ward 4. And I think uh, I could be wrong, but this is his third term. And then we have Joe Gould, and I, I think some of our readers, our listeners might um, remember him. Um, he's an ally, and um, he's a school teacher in Cass Lake. So, you know, he's he's around our people and really um, supports uh, the treaty obligations that we have together as treaty partners. So I had to make sure I went there to show them support. And we also have a new sheriff in town. Mm-hmm. So, wow. uh, yeah. <laughs> You know, Robert, what's interesting about that was um, prior to him being a new sheriff in town, he kind of heard who I was, you know, as being uh, one of the leaders at Camp Firelight. And it was an honor at his his uh, candidate forum to share the good news that we won our treaty case and what that means moving forward collectively as the new sheriff in town and as honest Shinambi people here in 1855 treaty territory. Wow, that is awesome. Um, Nancy, too, uh, your support of, uh, of politicians and being up there and keeping them accountable is is probably why a lot of our, our, our uh, people that listen to our show love, love to hear you speak because that is the truth. And today's the beginning of that day, right? Right. And, you know, like I said, you know, um, I think it's really important to keep showing up and, and no matter how difficult it might be, because sometimes they use tactics to, you know, hold our, hold us down, you know, and, and smother our voices and, and, you know, disregard our concerns. But I think, you know, from my experience, you know, just keep showing up and keep showing up. You know, they catch on and say, you know, she's not a rebel without a cause. She, she's really about something. And it's, you know, all the support that I get from, you know, the listeners, the, the people that are in the movement, the people that are on the front line. And again, you know, that wasn't the only place I was tonight, Robert. There was the Bemidji City Council being sworn in. So I was there um, because R.G. Thayer, our elder from White Earth, has moved from um, um, Ward 1 to um, the new uh, councilor at large. So basically she's the mini mayor and, um, you know, a big shout out to uh, Aji for, you know, running for office and winning. And then Emily Riviera, um, she's an ally and she's done nothing but good for our people here as well. So I, again, I had to be there to support, you know, um, the run for office and um, their willingness to be a, a voice um, that's often um, fallen on deaf ears. So, you know, I'm, this is how we do it, Robert. You got to keep showing up. And, you know, I want to encourage, you know, people out there that are listening, especially the young people, that y'all run for office. Because I was just talking to a Republican today who who finally admitted that Trump is losing support. And what he says is, you know, we got to get past this political divide. And you're right, Nancy, there's something better we can do and we do better together. But what this Republican really made a big point of we need young blood and we do you mm -hmm. know some of these these old folks that includes me and you robert um you know <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of tired and and i think these young people really have a lot to offer us and, and i think it's their turn well you know nancy it's funny that your uh, republican friend says that because the gen zers outnumbered almost uh my my age group which is the boomers uh for the first time ever so He's probably hoping that uh, the Gen Zers come over to the Republican Party because they're doing their thing and uh, they're moving and grooving. So, but we do have to work together. We are one group of people, and uh, you know, um, in a good way is what as, as natives have been taught all our lives. Right. You know, and like I told a new sheriff in town, that you know, I'm, <laughs> I was in a good way and regardless how challenging it might be at times we we have to find a way that works for all of us and you know again we're all treaty people and regardless of what political party you belong to what church you go to how you self-identify identify we're all in this together and i think you know the most 
pleasing part of my job is showing up and reminding people that treaties do matter and that we're still here and that we're going to continue to show up. So, yeah, Robert, um, politics ain't for everybody. But at the same time, if we're not engaged in this process, um, we're going to continue to fall back. And I think, you know, what's really um, really inspired me to uh, do this work is is people like, you know, um, Jamie Becker Finn and Kalowski and 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 our lieutenant governor, you know, these women and um, young people coming forward to say, we want to be at the table. And, you know, if, if you need to learn how and, and want to know how, you just reach up to some of these, these elected officials and they're more than happy to hold your hand and teach you this process and engage you um, in how to be more effective at winning office. And, you know, Robert, be honest, I probably will never run for office. I think my job is to be a voice for the people and, and continue to build these healthy relationships because, you know what, we have to do better in 2023 and we have to spread the love and um, learn how to get along in a good way. Yeah, I agree 100%. But don't ever uh, say you're not going to run for office because uh, we we know that we would love to have you. We all would love to have you run for office. Um Cause you do things in a good way and um, yeah, I, I, you know, and you have a good heart too. And so that's sometimes lacking in some of our politicians. And uh, you know, it, I talked to people like Heather Keeler uh, who, who had the round dance today at the Capitol and put that all together uh, that they're a doer, you know, and we need doers and there's people that aren't doers that are still in the same job that she, she's at that are representatives or senators. And I don't know what they're doing. Right. Well, I, I would just hope that people are, are inspired by, you know, these people that continue to step it up and, and be a voice for us. And, you know, looking into 2023, Robert, um, tomorrow, um, Andy Pearson from Minnesota 350 will be here to work um, in person with me. And we're going to plan what 2023 will bring and how we're going to continue to defend the treaties and um, keep showing up, Robert. And I think, you know, um, I feel positive about 2023. There was a lot of hardship for myself personally in 2022, but it only made me stronger, Robert. And I have to remind myself, you know, I don't mention it too often, but uh, I won this high honor from the Women's Press Magazine in December 2021. And it was one of 10 Changemakers Minnesota. And it was really difficult to accept that honor because I felt I wasn't doing anything extraordinary. I, I'm just you know, following my original instructions to defend the treaties and protect all that is sacred. And so I'm here just to show people, you know, that, you know, anyone can do it. If I can do it, we all can do it. So I, I want to inspire people to, um, you know, jump in to the space and, and find us at Minnesota 350. And we're going to continue to call on our allies and hold space with us and build a, a future together where we can all thrive. You know, I want to remind everybody out there, too, and maybe the first-time listeners to the show, that a lot of our actions, including this show, uh, started because of Standing Rock. And and the show, Native Roots Radio, started because of all the misinformation out there. But also when Standing Rock en ended, the seven fires went all over the world, and we see things like uh, Nancy Bolio, Reservation Dogs. We see things that we haven't ever seen before as native people. There's a lot of truth to that, Robert. And I couldn't say it any better, but quite honestly, um, you know, I was a student, which was a good thing. I was an um, LPN student at the time, Standing Rock um, came to be and um, my heart compelled me to go. And I, I just followed my heart and, you know, there ain't been nothing but goodness happened since then. And if I hadn't been for Standing Rock, I don't think I'd even be a part of the show, Robert, you probably would have never met me. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah we, we brought some fire home with us and it's still light. It's still lit. And we're going to continue to keep that fire lit and uh, keep representing our people and all living things. And I, I couldn't thank the supporters, um, MN 350. And I also, before my segment runs out here in a short minute, I want to give a big chimiquitch to the person that paid my vehicle repair. I, I just recently had some bad luck again. And um, the, the shop called today and said, this is how much is, this is the cost of your bill and it's been taken care of. And it took me a, a couple seconds to let that sink in. I was like, can you say that one more time? And <laughs> you know, Robert, 
there's so many um, good people out there too, you know, despite the hardships that I've been through in 2022. And um, I was moved to tears today because people do care. And it's that kind of goodness that keeps me going. And um, I couldn't have done it without the supporters and, and people like yourself, Robert. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I appreciate the people helping you out too, to get that war pony, because people don't realize that you're like, uh, you know, for my, the city folk that I am, you're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> you need a, you need a war pony to get to the store, you know? Right. You know, for people that don't know, I'm actually, um, right in the middle of three little towns in Northern Minnesota. And it takes about 30 minutes to get to either one of those towns. And so I live remotely. I live, uh, where the coyotes live, Robert. Oh, Oh yeah, they're all out there. So, um, yeah, I couldn't ask for a better place to be in. Um, I think I'm in a good place in my life, and I, I feel a lot of goodness for 2023. And I can't say how much I support, um, you know, all those people out there also holding um, all those other different front lines. Yeah, definitely. Hey, Nancy, always a pleasure to have you drop in. Um, we have more people uh, in the chat on here on Facebook and uh, YouTube uh, give you a shout out than any other guest we have. So that says something there. We'll renegotiate your contract in 2024. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you so much for being on. All right. Thanks for having me and much love to everybody. And again, um, do your best in 2023. Right on. Hey, we'll be right back. We're going to talk a little bit with our, our intern, and uh, Ogum and I are going to uh, quiz her on how cool we are. We'll be right back after the short break. Stay with us. Hey, Ogama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit MN350.org. Health insurance that fits my budget? I'm covered. I needed health coverage I could count on and afford. Minsure helped me find a plan that works for me, and they helped me save money. Did you know that most Minnesotans qualify for savings through Minsure? And they have free experts who can help you sign up for coverage. Go to Minsure.org today and get started and get covered. That's mnsure.org. mnsure.org. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States, and 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's live and let howl. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves. Please join Howling for Wolves on Wolf Day, Tuesday, February 7th, 2023 at the Minnesota State Capitol. You can sign up on Howling for Wolves event page. Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. Hey, this portion of the show is brought to you by the Minnesota, um, excuse me, by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. So, hey, this is a segment we want to call, what does our intern think? And uh, I got to see and meet you for the first time and your family. I got to see your mother and your little bro, and uh, it was just a really good thing. How did you feel today? It was uh, a joyous occasion at the Minnesota State Capitol. 
It really was. It was really nice meeting all these people. I got to see um, Mary Kunish for the first time. She was, um, this might be inappropriate, but she was way shorter than I anticipated. <laughs> <laughs> and I was way taller, right? Yeah, you totally, like, I was surprised. I think I remember feeling that way when I met Mary Kunish, too, because she is such a powerful force that I think I imagined her as taller than myself. Um, and see her as a as a petite person uh, really was a little bit jarring for me. Right. Yeah. It was just like, oh, OK, so you aren't as tall as I anticipated. <laughs> well, I really, really, really appreciate it. I think I, I heard the AIM song today for the opening uh, one of the better versions I've ever heard in my whole life. It was beautiful today. Yeah, um, I'm really proud that my family got to sing for that. It was just like, oh, wow. I I wonder if everyone was feeling like the same way I was feeling. Um, well, I, I know I was because that's the first time there was ever a round dance in the, uh, in the, in the proceedings prior to... Uh, being sworn in for the legislators and the senator, you know, the senators and the state reps. So that was a first thing and uh, put together. And uh, it was great uh, sitting by people I normally don't and, and seeing a lot of people I haven't seen in a, a while, too. And meeting you and your family again and uh, in a real way, because we've been meeting over uh, long distance, so to speak, here through StreamYard via uh Facebook. I, you know, I got to tell you this, Ogma has been on the show for over three years and I've probably met her 11 times. Wow. I think we're at under a dozen still. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's only been a few times in person that we've met for sure. And that, that, so that's the way uh, things have happened since uh, COVID is that we're able to do things like this, this radio show. I'm at my house. I used to drive to the station and do it. And Ogma's up in the deep North and, uh, you know, our guests and uh, interns uh, chime right in without a microphone and anything, and, and it sounds pretty good and uh, <laughs> looks great. Right. I know. Um, That's also something I always wondered if, like, my microphone was ever echoing because I am i don't use a microphone. I just use the computer. No, it always but. sounds good. It sounds really uh, pretty surprisingly really well, so we'll have to figure out what computer you have <laughs> and tell our guests to get one. Yeah, no, it's just a, it's just a MacBook Air. Cool. So hey, that is a good one, though. I mean, it, it's it's good for the work that you've been doing, um, which I just want to take a moment to give you credit for as well. Um, Ayana's been working on uh, much of the promotional materials for Native Roots Radio that you'll see on our social media, and these awesome posters uh, that come up when uh, the show starts with the guests. Um, she's the creative force behind those and has been doing a wonderful job with them. So I just want to take a few minutes on air and tell her thank you so much. Um, we're really excited and proud to have you on with us. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I know it's been like really fun working with you guys. I know this is, I think, um, my last week interning for y'all. And it's just like, it was so much like, so much experience. And I'm so glad that I got to meet so many people. I got to meet you guys. And it was just like a very healthy way to grow in this like um, community. Well, and I know you. it. That's it really and good I. To hear. Yeah, really appreciate that, and uh, and it was exciting to hear your mother uh, was really excited that you were working with us because she went to college for uh, mass communications too. So she felt like you were a little a little chip off the old block there. Right. Yeah. She even was in graphic design, so I think I really take after my mom, especially in like the way she is career driven. I thought I've always like admired my mom. And I really just like wanted to like take a step in her direction. And I'm happy that I got to do that with y'all. Well, hopefully we can get you back. Um, that would be awesome. And uh, uh, look at you have a fan right there. It said awesome graphics. That's cool down cool. there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I understand too that you've uh, also uh, are doing something with radio right now too in school. Yeah, um, it's Speak in Minneapolis with, um, I believe, Riot Radio. And that is with um, James James Harmon. Mm -hmm. It's a, 
a high school um, radio thing where we are um, we're learning like the ins and outs of like in-person radio. So we have those like TI like radio speakers. Oh, neat. Yeah. I've only ever heard of those. I haven't worked with those like in person. Uh, that's so exciting. Yeah. So it's definitely like I'm so interested in like this career path and I really um, it's a, nice to exp explore it in like all the other ways, even in like film and like media, because that's something we're going to do. We're going to be talking about our own personal identities and having that explained in the media. And I'm happy that there's like native medias and that's like, this is like a gateway to like being more um, in like bigger TV shows. Yeah. Well, and it's fun too, because uh, someday you'll be doing what uh, Ogama and I were do we are doing. And I see that coming up really soon. And that's what it's all about when it comes to uh, our, our way is to, to give it, give it away to keep it, you know? And, uh, so it's exciting, and again, I hope this isn't uh, see you later because we sure would like to figure something out with you to to help us out, uh, whether part time or um, some kind of capacity for sure, or just a report or something. But uh, we don't want to see we see you leave so fast. Oh well, thank you. I really hope to be able to help out in any way I can, even if it's just like freelancing. Oh, there you go. There you go. She's got the words down too. And then uh, tell our whole audience too. I, uh, how old you are? You're you're 16, correct? Yeah. So that's that's amazing. So like when I was 16, I really I couldn't tie my shoes or speak in uh, complete sentences. And so you're totally amazing and way ahead of me. Thank you. I know it's just like there's something I've always had to tie my own shoes. I couldn't like do the velcro. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or the moccasins. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yep. I, I really hope you're able to stay on with us, Ayana. I'm, I'm, I would miss this. So, um, you know, do you have anything that, I, I guess, what's been your favorite part about this internship with us? Is there anything that really stands out with you? I think my favorite part was about how many different people of different backgrounds continuously join, how like you guys built um, such a wonderful and welcoming community. I always see Nina joining and I'm just like, wow, you guys have such like amazing supporters. And I think that was probably my favorite part. You we know, do too, really have amazing supporters, don't we? I, I got to give a shout out to Tracy too, because she said a uh, way to go to you. She was there today too. I don't know if you met her or if she came out, but she was there. Uh, and I got mm -hmm. to, I got to wave across her, uh, her at the rotunda, but she's awesome and does some great uh, work in the community. And it's always amazing because she's from up where you are, isn't she, Ogama, Tracy? Uh, she's actually a little bit further north than I am. Uh, she's a uh, boys forter. Boys fort is way up north, uh, just but practically Canadian. Practically, it's on the it's on the border up there. So, well, well, she won. I remember too. Uh, Tracy won some uh, tickets that we were given out, and she was at the concert, and it was just like <laughs> she drove all the way down to come down and see that concert with us. It was amazing to to run into her. And, and, yes, uh, yes, <laughs> it's really good. Tracy's been a wonderful supporter for uh, me as we go through all the stuff with the show, too. I've seen her um, many, many times in person, probably more times than I've seen you in person, Robert, actually, <laughs> um, over the course of covering uh, the Line 3 occupation. The show is over. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. Uh, and, uh, you know, keep flying high. That's all I have to say. We're still here. Free Leonard Peltier now. <laughs>